lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Welcome to TM United or TM5 United. Uh, we are back at it again. Your host, your main person, just kidding, David Donis. I'm here with the one, the only, Abner Castellanos. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. How y'all doing today? Yee-yee. Yeah, you sound good. You sound sexy. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I'm trying. Well, we're back at it again, doing what we love to do the most, talking about the best club in all of uh, North America, if not the world, Atlanta United. Um, so, Mijo, we're going to talk about uh, the game this past weekend first against Toronto FC. <sighs> then we're going to go into the Charlotte game coming up this weekend. A couple other news, but I know you were at the game, right? Yeah, man, I was up there in the section 201, man. Great seats. I don't think there's actually a bad seat at the Mercedes, but yeah, man, what a game. Um, and what what you think, man? I'm going to go ahead and have you start it up. Well, I, for first, I just wanted to see, like, because, uh, like, the first game, you know, we had the whole thing open, you know, uh, a capacity of 73, but I think we had, like, 67,000. So how did it feel kind of being the first game that was kind of scaled down to that 40, I forget, like 44,000. Was it this still the same vibe? Was it still a good atmosphere? Any drop off from the home opener? And the energy was up, man. Everybody around me, man. Everybody was into the game. Um, every we were we were definitely uh, energy. I mean, Atlanta United always brings it, man. Whether we're 44 strong or 60 plus strong, we you know we always bring that energy. And it, man, to be honest, I mean, we were definitely loud last game. I mean, 60,000. But, I mean, this game, I mean, they didn't fall short. We didn't fall short. The energy, the passion was definitely there. That's what's up. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, always always a good time at the bands. So, man, let's get into this uh, recap against Toronto FC. Game finished 1-1. to um, Toronto came to park the bus like so many do when they come to the bands. Um, so, you know, uh, in, the, in the 52nd minute, you had Toronto get on the board with a goal from Bernadeschi. Um, definitely gets a run of play. Uh, we'll go through the stats a little later, but Atlanta definitely was the one controlling the game, uh, pressing the issue. Um, and then we had Mateo Strosetto uh, equalizing the 60th minute. So we ended, we ended the game 1-1, but um, Abner, tell me, tell me about this. We should have had three points, right? We should have had three points. Now, um, I'm a little bit of a math wizard myself, but um, the total Here shots that go. Toronto Toronto <laughs> had was four, right? I'm going to test you on your math. What's four times four? 16. That's how many shots we had. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like man. that. So 16 to four, man. We definitely, I mean, we definitely, they, they scored. Um, I mean, it was a high pressure. Sean Johnson made a good move. Um, put it down our throats. We lost, we, um, guys stepped up, got beat. And then, like I said last week, man, Bernadette, you can't give him room. He's, he, he was a great shot. I mean, I don't think any keeper really makes that save. It was, you know, it was that pace. It was at us. And, you know, unfortunately, that, uh, you know. That's what I wanted to ask you. Because I, I, do you, you know, I've heard some people say that Guzan should have had that. If you see the shot, it kind of, it goes under Gutman's leg. So how much of it do you think was on the keeper? And also on the flip side, we saw what a game Sean Johnson had, and they probably saved a point for them. Do you think Sean Johnson would have saved that? 
Oh man, I, the, the night that he was having, man, he could save that with his eyes closed with two hands. <laughs> but I guess do do you blame how much of the blame is it Guzan? You think partial or it was just completely just a good shot? Gutman shielded the ball and it was just it just it is what it is. I mean, as an unprofessional backup goalkeeper on Sunday league, <laughs> uh, that I mean that's a tough that's a tough save, man. Um, you're going at it, you know, a lot of movement. You're as a keeper, you see it coming at you, but hesitation and you know you're a little bit late but i mean he placed the ball really well there so i'm not gonna definitely it's not one of those shots where you're like oh yeah that was all brad he should have saved that and i seen him save a a couple harder ones than that one so i don't i don't i don't think it was on him to be honest he did he did what he could um it was just an unfortunate um you know they broke our press and they the one one out of four chances maybe one out of one chance that they really had um, you know, killed us. Yeah, and um, you know, just uh, to to go to the 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 way that play built, it was assisted by Bradley out of out of a turnover when we were pressing, and Gutman was uh, marking Bernadeschi, and um, he had him, and then Larea made an overlapping run behind him, and that kind of he- made him hesitate for a second. They gave Bernadeschi the space to go inside and hit that shot. So I know there's a lot of blame going around on Gutman, but he had technically two markers at the time. So it's just one of those busted up plays, and like you mentioned, um, it's one of one of the few opportunities they have. But man, we got to talk about it. We in a in a team like this that has so much possession of the ball, letting the other opposing team score the first goal just makes the task that much harder. Uh, we talked about last week about how uh, when Atlanta's trailing the 75th minute, how how very few times it is throughout history, well, one time that we actually came back and win, let alone a tie it. So anytime we let the other team score first, I mean, they just, they bunker in deeper and harder and it's really, really difficult to break down. Yeah, man, it, it was, um, you know, it was just attack, attack, attack. Uh, once they got that goal, they came what they wanted and, you know, bunker down, you know, hey, everything clearance gets out. I mean, uh, this is just really... 40 clearances from uh, Toronto uh, wow. to our five. Um, and Sean Johnson was huge, man. He, he was our key factor for them. And, man, some of the saves he made, it, this, I was already I was already screaming goal before mm, the ball yeah. went in because he – and it, it was a good save, man. He was, definitely, he, you know, hats off. He definitely still on his head. Hey, let me ask you something. Um, obviously, we heard Michael Bradley getting booed, you know, that happened in the past <laughs> seasons. <laughs> In 2023, how do you how do you still feel about that? Do you think he should still get booed? Don't you think it's kind of like, come on, man, that was a, now it's like ancient history, or you still like him getting booed? I'm not gonna say I led those boos, but I was, <laughs> he did. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's 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 a bad taste in your mouth, and he reminds you of it, right? Um, him being part of that team, and you know, yeah, but he's the only he's like the only one that gets it. I mean, Josie gets it. Josie gets Josie's it a little bit. Even, he's not even playing anymore. Oh, no that's why. You know? No one even cares about it. But all right, all right, I'll get it. But um, about you? They, what do you think? I don't like it. I think it's it's two. It's twenty twenty three. That was two thousand eighteen. He's the only person that really gets it. And guess what? Every time we boo him, he has a great game. He assisted on the goal. He had one of yeah, the highest performances for Toronto. So I was like, dude, let's just forget about it. Let it go. But it's whatever. People can do whatever they want these games. Um, but thankfully, you know, last week I said uh, Mateo Roseto has a tendency to disappear in games. But, dude, this has to be, one of the, if not the best, one of the best games he's played. He scored in the 60th minute. 
Vilea from Almada with a little bit of like a breakup in the attacking. But even before that, in the first half and in the second half, when we weren't really doing much before that goal came, any everything positive I saw coming was Rosetto. He had this was his uh, I think third shot on goal that he uh, the third one went in, but he was the one that was pressing forward, looked really good. I mean, finally he kind of made that next step to be more involved in the attack, and I think it's really helped his game. Uh, how do you think he played? Oh yeah, man, that it's they're making it hard for Sosa to come back, man. Him and Embar have been playing really well in that midfield, man. Yeah. They're they're being a really good. Um, backbone to uh to let amada do what he does best right because without that amada can't do what he wants uh having that security blanket or two security blankets in that case uh man it, they're meshing really well rosetto played really well um he him and Ibarra are controlling that midfield uh better than i thought you know i was expecting you know to them have a couple struggles uh especially since you know we know we have sosa coming back so it was like okay a couple games and then he comes back and we'll be back to her but now it's like you know, do you do you start Sosa? You sub him in. You have him come in. Um, you know, we'll see. But um, no, I mean, I'm very satisfied uh, with uh, Rosetto playing how he's playing and Ibarra playing. Man, they're they're playing very incredible. Uh, definitely dominating that midfield and, and against a, another good midfield. As much as Bradley gets you know booed and everything, um, him and uh, he had he had a great game. Uh, he he was controlling the game. He was making some great passes and you, you, you could just tell the experience that he brings to the table um as much as i hate to say it <laughs> <laughs> right yeah abadas looks solid and um you know i i think sosa might get the start against charlotte just because i think rosetto picked up a tweak but they might you know go with sadie's who said we'll have to see how that how that plays out but um another you know another big moment in the match the 76 minute controversial offside call and I'll put that in quotation marks because uh, this this all came down to the linesman right the play happens Yakimakis debut we'll talk about that how he played too he scores a goal you think it's the break uh, you know his first goal we're up 2-1 and we're cruising but of course you see the linesman or lineswoman's flag come up no VAR call um, because you know you look at the replay and it's you know, it's, he looks like he's onside. So it comes down to what the ruling of the play is, because if there's not enough to overturn it, you have to stay with what's on the what the call is on the on the field. Um, how did you feel about that? Man, look at it live. Didn't look outside. I saw the flag go up, and I was hoping for a replay, and we didn't get anything in the stadium. So it was a lot of suspicious, uh, like, was it all sides? I think I was texting with you, uh, my brother, and a couple other guys um, asking, like, you guys if he was off sides or not. And, you know, a lot of people said, you know, I should have definitely gone to VAR. But, you know, that's, that's, that's what VAR is there for. And, unfortunately, it didn't go our way uh, like I think it should have. Um, but, you know, what can you do? You got to, um, you know, keep, keep playing at that point. Yeah. And I think the reason, like VAR, like you're supposed to only review it as a referee if it's like an interpretation type thing. If you look at the video and it, you can't tell whether they're on or off, it's not one of those like clear and obvious issues where the, they need a review. But that's kind of just the, the way VAR is. Everybody's usually frustrated. But the thing is, is, is the lineman, if the linesman doesn't raise her flag, 
and they even if they go to VR, they, the goal would have stood. So the call on the mm-hmm. field is really what was make the big determination. But like I mentioned, Yakamaka's debut. Um, how do you think he played? Oh man, great, great energy. Uh, the stadium definitely backed him up. Um, people standing up cheering him when he came on. You can just tell. And I was watching him off the ball, man. You can just tell the leadership that he was bringing. Um, I know it's probably a little tougher when you're um, watching it from the uh, TV, TV's point of view. But I, I just kept my eye on him just because I wanted to see his movement. I wanted to see his, uh, his stance, how he stood. And, man, he was just giving direction. He was telling our guys to calm down you know move the ball let's play here let's play it there and you can just tell like that automatic leadership that he brought to the table um really um really helped us a lot you know he, he you can tell I me mean, he had a couple of chances there to um you know to do what he does best and that's the score and you know he did unfortunately got called back um but yeah it was it was a pleasant pleasant to see him um and on on always um as well seeing how uh, the other guys reacted to him being that guy you know because you know it, it could be a little bit of both where you know you see a new guy trying to you know hit a sub coming in and you're like you know ah you know who's this guy to tell me you know i was here first but no man everybody responded well and i loved it man i'm excited and i'm hoping to see a full 90 from him this weekend yeah me too he definitely added a bite to the game because you could see um and this is something i, I don't know you know maybe it's just this game but after the we, we came back the second half. We came back very lethargic, and that's when Toronto scored. And you could tell when that second half was starting, you're like, we need to make some subs. And then you had Yakamakas come in. You had Etienne come in. And you saw an immediate change. And what I like about Yakamakas is I feel like it gave it gives us a different look where there was a lot more chaos in the box by his presence just being there and causing havoc. And that's what I think we've been missing because now, like, a lot of those – half chance crosses or even good crosses now you felt that something could happen and that's kind of what happened on the you know the breakup goal and then also the second one that should have counted but did it it was all that chaos and Yakamakis is a big part of that um I think Etienne again another solid game we'll see if he can go 90 minutes um I actually was um you know I was impressed with the way Barry played in the first half and uh until he got subbed off he was involved a lot running to the ball making touches and he had a couple chances of the goal Needs to be better in front of goal. Should have finished, you know, at least one of them or at least put it on frame. Um, but he looked good. I wouldn't mind, you know, seeing maybe in certain situations having possibly two forwards, Barry and Yakamakis on there and see what happens. Um, but, yeah, how do you feel about Barry, Etienne, um, how they played? And then also, you know, Arujo kind of had a quiet night, didn't really do much. I guess that's going to happen from time to time, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, um, another guy definitely, you know, changed the pace of the game was Etienne, man. He, uh, that run that he had um, when he got pushed off the ball, uh, which also, you know, he thought it was a PK, but it wasn't called. Um, you know, he just brings that to the table, and you can tell, like, that energy he brings. But uh, we got to see what, what how it is for, uh, you know, a full match or at least a full 60, um, you know, if that is. Um, I mean, Caleb, I think Caleb Wiley did great as well. Um, that's going to be like one of those things, like either if Caleb stars and Etienne is still not fully match fit, you know, vice versa. If Etienne goes and then, you know, he's maybe not having a game, you have a guy like Caleb Wider to come in and, you know, he can also bring some damage as well from the bench. Um, and then Barry did well. I mean, I think he did definitely had a better game. He had a, he had a clear chance um, there. 
So, yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, man, honestly, like, I know coming into this season, we knew what, what starters we had. We knew what, um, you know, the transfers that were coming in, at least rumored uh, to be coming in. And the worrisome was the death of, uh, of Atlanta United. But, yeah, I mean, right now, it's, you know, we're, we're over here discussing, like, who's going to start, who's not going to start. And, and if the other guy starts, we're like, oh, well, yeah, that's not bad. You know, like, it's, it's a good feeling to have that. It's a good problem. Yeah, exactly. I think we really do. It feels like we have a a, a good deep team. Um, but yeah, you know, a good point. Uh, you know, at the end, come on late in the game, so he's obviously got a full gas tank, and the other opposing players have been playing, you know, a long time. So be interested to see if he still has that same bite and consistency for the full ninety. But let me just go through some stats, and then we'll get to um, to the next. Uh, preview with uh, Charlotte FC so possession 67 percent to 33 Atlanta um, expected goals 0.86 to 0.31 Atlanta I don't know how much stock you put in that like you mentioned the shots in favor of Atlanta 16 to 4 uh, 557 passes to 248 um, we had nine corners to their goose egg zero um, and then you know a uh, 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 a big stat too that I think is really important that you know we talked about the first game how many shots we took outside the box this time we had 10 shots inside the box six outside so uh, you know definitely the fact that we had only 0.86 uh, goals expected uh, we need to do better on that and um, you know there were some good chances like that one Gutman I don't know you saw that play that happened so fast he just like uh, redirected it and Sean Johnson just of course saved it but um, you know overall I it's we're looking good we just got to stop conceding that first early goal, and we need to be more clinical in front of goal, but I think that comes with more chemistry. Now we got Yakamakis in there. We got, you know, we got obviously Armada that's always there pulling the strings. So um, I'm looking forward to um, the game against Charlotte because I think um, right now they're kind of reeling and they're there for the taking. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, as, as the standing stand now, we'd be hosting a playoff game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's just let's just end it now, right? Let's just end, end the season now. Good. Well, with that being said, we got Charlotte coming up Saturday oh. at twelve early, man. Very early. So, Mimosas, um, uh, baby. Yeah, exactly. So, I gotta ask you, Abner, is this a rivalry? Yeah, for sure. Just like you said in the last uh, pod, um, you know, it'd be cool to have a little tourney, tournament of the South, you know, the King of the South, however you want to do that. Definitely. I mean, they're only like four hours away. You know, they're a new team. You know, everybody looks at, you know, Atlanta United and LAFC as, you know, those teams that came off the ground running as a new expansion team, you know, ML, um, and then, you know, us becoming MLS champs and then LAF, I mean, LAFC doing it as well. So, of course, all these newer teams, Nashville and Charlotte, you know, they they see that as a good blueprint. They want to bring that to their stadium, their fans, um, the city and everything. So, yeah, of course, it's a rivalry. Now, I've heard a couple uh, a couple funny, uh, you know, what, what are you going to call this rivalry, right? You know, we have a Clásico which of course is Barcelona, Real Madrid. Um, there was one that was pretty funny. I think it was Crown, uh, Crown and Coke. Which yeah, I, I like that was one. Very funny. Um, and then the 185 battle, which I 85. Uh, or I 85, whatever. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I didn't know. I don't know about that one, but I mean, I yeah, think the Crown and Coke was pretty cool. I mean, I, yeah, I wonder what. Cool. I wonder what people are gonna uh, come out. I heard. Uh, 
Um, I heard another podcast. Uh, that one, you know, was a, a favorite for a lot of people. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely going to be one of those. I mean, they've won one. We won one. Um, you know, we definitely want to go up there and, uh, you know. Cause, cause some havoc. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because obviously, we, you know, we talk about uh, rivalries and organic and you know with Charlotte is it's kind of weird because I feel like the SEC kind of bleeds into other it's just part of the culture so it's it's weird because we're going to be competing with Charlotte for a playoff spot we're going to have to face them when we need points they're close to us they're the ones kind of uh you know they broke our MLS attendance record and opening week they had 69,000 we had 67,000 I'm sure this weekend is going to be you know there's going to be a good crowd with a lot of Atlanta United traveling supporter might I add um, but my dad still like hopes Charlie does well in the back of my mind I kind of hope Charlie does a, you know a little well I don't I don't want it to be terrible I want it to kind of succeed so it's like it's kind of weird it's a weird rivalry it's like a southern rivalry where like I hate you but I also kind of like you at the same time cuz let me ask you what do you don't you do you still hate Orlando more than Charlotte or Nashville right I hate any team that is not Atlanta United no, but you, you got your you hate you hate. So if you had if you were playing Orlando or Charlotte and you had to choose to win against one and lose against one, who would you pick? Oh, definitely Orlando. We're definitely exactly. That's the, like that's the point. That's the point I'm making. So it's like you still hate Orlando the most, and it's easy to hate Orlando because you know they're not really the South. It's easy to hate them. There's so many reasons they're not like us, right? Um, but I still think you know this will probably develop, especially now Nashville's in the South. Charlotte, we're all in that, you know, radius of five hours to each other. So that'll that'll be cool, and I hope it develops over the years. Um, but going to this game, Atlanta United, obviously four points um, out of a possible six from two games. Um, you know, we could have had a max of six points had that offside call not been, you know, you know, taken against us. But we also could have came into this game with, you know, <laughs> maybe one point or two points with. Uh, only a draw against San Jose, you know. So, um, so we're, I mean, not too bad. We're in, we're in fourth place. And then Charlotte, zero points, one home game, one away uh, that they lost in the 89th minute, and then one away game to St. Louis coming to the league for the first time in their brand new stadium. That's a tough one to throw to an MLS team, and Charlotte got That's that tough. one. That's tough. So there's zero points, 14th place, and they got Atlanta United coming to invade their territory. Um, I mean, if Charlotte loses this one, it's going it, to... I think feel there's more pressure on Charlotte to get three points. Because if we come in and we get a point, that's not bad for us. If we come and win and get three points, that's really bad for Charlotte. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely Charlotte's going to come in, you know, wanting to, you know, bring it to us. They have a chip on Charlotte. I mean, it's, it's unfair, man. You're going to St. Louis to uh, a new team. Um, where, you know, back in the 1950s, 1940s, soccer was, St. Louis was the soccer kingdom, you know, the United States. That's tough. That's unfortunate for them. Um, and, dude, I don't know if you, uh, I've realized, you know how many goals St. Louis have gotten from other teams? <laughs> what, at least two, right? At least two, yeah. They pass it back <laughs> right to them. Like, hey, welcome to the MLS. Here you go. I know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Uh, uh, somebody told me that they think it's probably because of their colors because you know how they got that bright bright pink and they think right. it's like the keeper wearing it that maybe that's why they keep passing it to them but yeah they're freaking get, being gifted chances but obviously we can't feel too bad for Charlotte because they did the same two, thing to an MLS team la uh, last year right with 
uh, MLS record of 74,000 for their home <laughs> opener. So they kind of, that's probably why MLS did this. Like you guys did this to somebody last year, so you can't feel bad at uh, this year. Right. <laughs> but either way, I don't care what you want. Atlanta United is there to take your points away. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see because so far in these two games we've played, they've both been at home. It's our first away game. And each game, we've been the dominant team. So it'll be interesting to see that going away, if we're still the one having the possession, um, you know, uh, dictating where the game goes, um, or if it reverts back and Atlanta United sits back a little bit. Because do you remember how uh, Atlanta United lost to Charlotte last year? Well, it was the uh, Olympico, no? Exactly. So (laughs) (laughs) that was like a one in a million type thing. So, um, you know, I think this one will be... You know, I think it's there for for either team to take. I think, um, yeah, I just I think we're we're really gonna hit our stride. We're hitting our stride coming into Charlotte, so I feel good. And I haven't seen much from Sordarski really. Um, I think he assisted on the first goal, but they've got one goal so far out of two games. Um, so um, I think we're looking good coming into this. Yeah, I did want to point out to uh, Bryce because he's probably going to be confused. Olympico is not Olympics; it's actually when you score <laughs> off the corner. So, just just wanted to verify and clarify that for him. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, they, you know, the what I was realizing is that, you know, after the first game, we're like, okay, we can do this better, and after the second game, is like, oh, okay, we can maintain this, so we can only get better from from where we're at. And I'm excited to see, um, you know. Um, I call them the, the Fantastic Four. Hopefully they start with Almada, Gigi, Etienne Jr., and Arujo. Um, you know, get, if they were to start together this weekend, uh, that would be awesome to see and see what they bring. Um, Charlie, I mean, despite their, you know, zero points, they do have some good players. They have Westwood, who played over in England for numerous, numerous games and has a lot of experience over there. They gave them the captain's band. And their forward, Capetti, is a very um, feisty forward. Uh, likes to get under their skin, so that's going to be a good challenge for uh, Miles Robinson and as well as um, you know Purata. Or do you think? Because um, I think Purata played a lot better this second game. Um, so do yeah, you think he, he still starts? I still think he starts, and he had, he had that shot on, on goal too. That well, not on goal. He, he had that cross that went over that he probably should have scored. So um, you know, I, I think he still starts. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, and I, it'll be interesting to see. Like we mentioned earlier, that. Um, I think Rosetto picked up a tweak, so he may not uh, play against Charlotte. So it'll be interesting to see if they try to fit Sosa or Sadich. Uh, you know, I guess there's a possibility that Abra might be put in there and, you know, maybe put out the ground. Who knows? But we'll have to see. Um, anything else you want to add about the Charlotte preview? I, I think we got a good, like, 1,000 Atlanta United fans traveling, so that'll be nice. I will be going myself, and so will you. Yeah, we'll be right there, man, waiting to see. Uh, now, what's party, the... Uh, party, so, where's party. the money at? What's the money line? Where, where's, the, where's the money at? What are you thinking? The, the prediction score. The score prediction. I will give it a 1-1 draw. I know it's not sexy, but that's what I'm going with. Go 3-0, Atlanta. Oh, God dang. Dude, can you imagine that stadium with Atlanta 3-0? And... There's gotta be. There's gonna have to be at least like I don't know, thirty-five to forty thousand people there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. it's gonna be exciting, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to go. We leave. Uh, we leave tomorrow, um, and then get up. And, and it's daylight savings this weekend too. Isn't that great? Oh, it is an hour of sleep. 
Damn it. <laughs> I, need, I need all the sleep I can get for that early game. That's what I'm uh, saying, man. Luckily, we're just right there next to the stadium, so get a yeah. nice little brunch, little mimosas in me, you know, because, you know, like, Charlotte likes to charge, like, $15, $20 for beer. Mm. Yeah, no, not everybody has it as lucky as us. But, yeah, right. I, I remember. Yeah, what were you saying? I said, yeah, that's what me and my buddy were talking about. It's like when you're at home and you're like, man, like, this is nice. And then you go somewhere else. It's like, man, this is expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel when I go to other people's airports after being in the Atlanta Hartsville-Jackson airport. You're like, oh, man, these airports are crappy. Um, but, yeah, I went, I went to the game last year and I got some uh, my, my relatives there that we're going to meet up with. They were out of town, so they gave me their season tickets. So we were sitting with, like, the Charlotte you know, contingency, a bunch of fans and the United fans were kind of adjacent to us. But it was it was cool because, you know, you could just feel the tension in the air. And every time the United supporters would start a chant, the Charlotte fans would like immediately start when it cut them off. So they couldn't even get a chance going. It was kind of it's a good thing for them to do. But it was kind of cool because there was just so much tension. And every time you would be like, yeah, let's go Atlanta United. And you kind of have this these people like mm, ah, with their arms crossed. Like, <laughs> And then people asking us like, "Are you guys act? Are you guys actually from Atlanta? Are you from Charlotte? And oh, we're from Atlanta. I was like, "Good, because if you were from Charlotte, we'd be really pissed." <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna party, have a uh, you know, have a wonderful time. Hopefully, uh, for me at least, we take back one point. Um, so really quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Just some other quick news, some little um, blurbs that dropped recently. Uh, Lenny Ades signed Luke Brennan to the academy, um, so he scored against Toluca. So I think that's a good future. Hopefully it turns into something good. Um, League's Cup schedule announced for us. So we got Miami versus Atlanta United um, in Miami on uh, July 25th. So get to see our good old buddy, Joseph Martinez. Um, and then we get to face Cruz Azul at home on July 29th. So that'll be fun to see. Um, hopefully a little bit better turn on the DeLuca game. Uh, so I think the League's Cup is a slightly a little bit better than the... Um, Family Home Insurance Cup is a little bit more important, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> and then uh, just just this uh, MLS news in general, but the U.S. Open Cup announced a deal with Bleacher Report. So they're going to have it on their app and on their YouTube channel, at least for the, I think, first three opening rounds. And then obviously after that, it gets where the MLS clubs are in and they'll probably go on FS1 or whatever. Um, but it, you know, that's the movement away from ESPN, which I liked ESPN. Um, but either way, it's YouTube, so everybody can watch it. It's not the not that hard. Yeah, man, I, I like those U.S. Open Cup games, man. You ever gone and watched it over there at Kennesaw State? Um, not a U.S. Open Cup game, but I have seen a game there. It's it's oh, been man. a while, man. When but, uh, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta see a game there. Yeah, man. I yeah, it's it's a different atmosphere. I mean, it's still a great atmosphere, but it's different. It's more you, you feel more like, uh, no pun intended, but united to the to the game because you're so close. Like you know, right. and you just get general admission. You're just boom. You're like at the right behind the goal. So I love going to those games, man. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, going to as many games as I can um, for the Atlanta United. So yeah, I'm excited, we need a, man. We need to get a championship back, man. We're to. the lo- longest reigning chance because of COVID. <laughs> uh, all right, man. You got anything else to add? No, nah, man. Just everybody who's traveling, safe travels. And if you're staying here to watch it from home, you know, cheer, cheer on us loud. You know, be excited, man. This is definitely a team that's bringing uh, that excitement back um, to our city. And, you know, I'm excited to go out there, you know, 
Um, like I said, follow us. Um, I'm, we started a Twitter page. We're just getting it running, so give us some time. Uh, we'll definitely have some, you know, questions and stuff there where you got we can all be interactive more um and also you know uh, tickets giveaway it is coming up we'll just me and uh, david will discuss how we want to do that but uh man yeah man i'm excited you know uh let's go let's go out united let's get those three goals and three points yep exactly we are bringing the heat we are invading charlotte so charlotte be ready for us and let's let's go get those three points let's go Atlanta united abner always a pleasure yes sir We'll see, see you in Charlotte. We'll see y'all in Charlotte. Peace, everybody. Bye.